Greetings. This is Dr. Gwen. It's been a while since I've done an education podcast, so I thought I would do one today uh, on a report that I found very interesting. I'm uh, broadcasting to you from Santa Barbara, California, and today is October, oh, isn't that terrible? October 4th. Let me check. Yes, Thursday, October 4th. Um, the title of the article is called, Are Women Being Scared Away from Math, Science, and Engineering Fields? Have you ever felt outnumbered, like there are just not that many people like you around? We've all felt outnumbered in one situation or another, and walking into a situation in which you sense the possibility of being ostracized or isolated can be quite threatening. I think as women we know this. One group that may experience this kind of threat is women who participate in math, science, and engineering settings. Settings in which the gender ratio is approximately three men to every one woman. Recently, in the wake of comments made by former Harvard University President Larry Summers suggesting that women may not possess the same innate ability or natural ability in these fields as do men, several leading, can you believe that? I mean, I hope you all remember when that happened. Several leading scientific institutions and university presidents publicly lamented the underrepresentation of women in math, science, and engineering fields and put out a call to study the reasons for the numbers gaps in these areas. While previous research offers biological and socialization explanations for differences in the performance and representation of men and women in these fields, Stanford psychologist Mary Murphy argued that the organization of math, science, and engineering environments themselves plays a significant role in contributing to the gap. She contends that situational cues, i.e. such as being outnumbered, may contribute to a decrease in women's performance expectations as well as their actual performance. Murphy and her colleagues showed a group of advanced math, science, and engineering undergraduates a gender-balanced or unbalanced video depicting a potential math science engineering summer leadership conference. To assess identity threat, the researchers measured the participants' physiological arousal during the video, cognitive vigilance, sense of belonging, and desire to participate in the conference. The results are telling. The women who watched the gender unbalanced video, where women were outnumbered by men in a 3 to 1 ratio, experienced faster heart rate, higher skin conductance or sweating, and reported a lower sense of belonging and less desire to participate in the conference. They also found that women were more vigilant to their physical environment when they watched the video in which women were outnumbered. Throughout the testing room, Murphy planted cues related to math, science, and engineering such as magazines like Science, Scientific American, and Nature on the coffee table, and a portrait of Einstein in the periodic table on the walls. Women were able to recall more details about the video in the test room indicating that they paid more attention to the identity-relevant items in order to assess the likelihood of encountering identity threat. It would not be surprising if the general cognitive functioning of women in the threatening setting was inhibited because of this allocation of attention toward math, science, engineering-related cues. Thus, it is likely that this kind of attention allocation would interfere with performance and might help explain the performance gap between men and women in the fields. While men in either condition showed no significant differences in physiological arousal, cognitive vigilance, or sense of belonging, both men and women expressed more desire to attend the conference when the ratio of men to women was balanced. 
Murphy says that while it's interesting that both men and women want to be where the women are, the motivations of men and women for wanting to be there are probably different. Women probably feel more identity safe in the environment where there are more women. They feel that they really could belong there, while men might simply be attracted by the unusual number of women in the settings. Men just aren't used to seeing that many women in these settings because of the numbers in real math, science, engineering, the settings are so unbalanced. These findings are in the October issue of this, this month of Psychological Science, the Journal of the Association for Psychological Science. And it demonstrates that rather than being endemic to women, the experience of identity threat in math, science, engineering settings is attributable to the situation. This research underlies the importance of situational cues, and Murphy hopes that it will inspire a greater motivation to attend to such cues when creating and modifying environments so that they may foster perceptions of identity safety rather than threat. I want to, this, we've heard this before, um, it's, you know, we've even tried, you know, isolating girls in, in early years with their math, but I wonder if it has, this research has something to be said for the amount of men in nursing and what it is like for them. Um, I remember many years ago when I was teaching at the University of Maine, I had a male student do a report on why men entered nursing. And I, I just made the assumption that men entered nursing because they had more job opportunity, were looking for more security and salary, so on. Um, but he found that they, these, most of the men reported that they were there because they wanted to be in a caring profession. But I can't help but wonder what it is like for them in a classroom where it's all women or in the hospital situation where, they're, where they are the minority. So I can't help but feel this research has has certainly indications for wherever there's minorities. What also should be mentioned in this research, what it's like for race, you know, the impact of race. Anyway, this, again, this is Dr. Gwen. I, I currently um, am unemployed, so I probably will be reporting more. I was the dean at Kaplan University in the graduate program, um, but my position was eliminated and because they, they combined both the graduate and undergraduate programs. And um, so, I will have more time to do things. So I look forward to hearing from you and uh, let me know if there's things that you'd like me to talk about. I'm working on a paper right now about APA style and faculty practice, so I hope to be coming back more. Um, thanks for listening and have a great day. This is Dr. Gwen.